Morning has turned to afternoon. Good afternoon, everyone. But the grind carries on. Not just the grind physically, but the grind mentally. The Midday Grind, featuring a couple of TV jockeys who've also been through the radio wars. Serious? Martin Kilcoin. I was a little lit, so I was saying whatever I wanted. And Charlie Marlowe. Our top story tonight, John Jay will be back tomorrow. Here's him getting a hit in 2012. It's the Midday Grind on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. It is. I mean, the last two hours were great. Chris Kerber, Mark Lamping, Dr. Rick covered a lot of ground. Great show, but... Great monologue. Oh, the monologue. We had like 48 laughs, but... Wasn't the coveted hour. You know, the coveted hour, you got, uh, you know, you got Martin, and then, uh, you know, you're going to bring in a guy like Marlo. He'll give you a little bit uh, off the bench. You know, you got uh, Rocky over there at the controls. You got Hoffman, and, uh, you know, you got the microphones, and uh, you got the whole setup here. And we got Chuck Marlowe, who is on duty for the two Fox, coming to us right out of the gate, live from Jupiter, Florida. Charles, how are you? What's up, Martin? Yes, I am live. You don't sound very excited. I got to be honest. You don't. You don't sound. Do I have to call you what? off? Do I have to call you off air again and tell you to pep it up? That people are excited about spring training? What are you talking about? I'm very excited. Been here all morning collecting <laughs> great interviews and video for the two Fox, putting them all out there on social media, on Facebook, on Twitter. And uh, it's great. Baseball's back. It's beautiful weather. The guys are excited. Why would I not be excited? Okay. I just, I misheard. It was probably a little wind going into the phone, and it just, for a second, I didn't hear the enthusiasm that I know you're you're sort of known for. Most interesting thing that's happened today, either video or sound. You know what's funny is before this interview on the phone, I said to myself, Martin is going to ask me, what's the most interesting thing? So I better have a couple nuggets ready to go. Um, Most interesting, now Yachty was here. Yachty's here and running, so that's good to see. I don't know if that would be super interesting, but along the lines of him rehabbing his knee injury and trying to get back, so he's he's running. He was doing poles in the uh, in the outfield. Marcelo Zuna, I think people have seen some video of him kind of trying to uh, reconstruct his throwing motion, so he was doing that as well as uh, taking BP. It looked like hitting-wise that he had nothing holding him back. Um, we always like to joke that everybody's in the best shape of their lives, except for me, of course. But somebody always loses a crap ton of weight. And this year, guess who you think it was? What do you think it was? Best shape? Like shocker kind of thing? Well, maybe also you saw this at the winter warm-up. I'm not sure if he was there or not. I was only there one day. But Brett Diesel. Oh, no, I knew. No, I knew. I wanted to say, I I wanted, if he was at the warm-up, I think we missed him. Sadly, that's not fair. That's not nice. But I don't think he was. Uh, but I was going to guess that because it's sort of that reinvention game. When things haven't yeah. worked, you try everything different. You paint your hair blue and you buy a new car and all that stuff. So that was going to be my play. We kind of joked about this that, look, when you've had a couple years 
and we all want him to do well, but it's been a rough two seasons with the Cardinals. And he does look totally different. Remember, he had the long hair. He's cut the hair. He's basically got just a little stubble off a shaved head look going. And I was trying to talk to him today, and he kind of scooted out. He said he would do the interview. We'll do it in the next couple of days. But I'm guessing he lost at least 20, if not, if not more than that. Well, that's good because I think the president of baseball operations said he wasn't the person we thought we were getting. Maybe now that all kidding aside, I know he opened up last year when you talked to him and it's not easy when you're getting, you know, beat up because you got the contract, whatever. So hopefully he wins the award for most improved physique. Let's hope we get most improved stats. But more importantly, has Jim Marlowe boarded the plane yet? (laughs) He has in a very uneventful first flying experience. What do you mean? Oh, well, well, because we sort of debated earlier what would have happened. And I said, my thought is he's going to get on there after years of hearing about flying. And he's going to think it's a little more extravagant than it is, than it is. And he's going to ask for like a Jack and Coke or a couple of beers. And they're like, what? You got to pay for this stuff. Yeah. I think I set him up well though, because I booked them flights out of the Toledo airport, which I've never even flown out of my international. Very small. Toledo International, of course. So I'm sure they're on a very small plane, and then they get to Charlotte, and then they connect down to Florida on a bigger plane. So he had a nice way to kind of work his way up the uh, the different levels of flying. Okay, and then your flight, I said earlier, this sounded a, like a bit when somebody says, so uh, a guy walks into a bar and he sees Trevor Rosenthal, and then Mario Lemieux walks in, and then a lady with an emotional support dog walks in. Those were your three <laughs> fellow passengers on the way down. So here's what we have. Now, Trevor Rosenthal was on both of my flights. Beautiful family. He has three daughters, he and his wife, and I believe his, his wife's mom as well, just getting ready to come on down to West Palm. Remember, the uh, the Nationals are now sharing the facility with the Astros in West Palm, so they're not in uh, Vieira anymore. So basically, Trevor Rosenthal comes to the exact same area he came to for years when he was playing with the Cardinals. But he and I talked a bit, just, you know, knowing each other from over the years. And at radio, we had him on the other day. And uh, so we're kind of talking at the baggage claim for a good, I don't know, five minutes or so. And I look over, and it's funny because I see Mario Lemieux, who, by the way, looks like he could still play right now. And he's, he's pulling off a Pittsburgh Penguins duffel bag off of the, you know, the, uh, the baggage claim. So here he is, one of the greatest hockey players of all time. I guess not trying to be too incognito because he has a Pittsburgh Penguin piece of luggage that he's pulling off the bag. He also had some golf clubs. I'm sure he has a nice uh, golf outing down here. But it was funny because I go to Trevor and I say, dude, that's Mario Lemieux over there. And Trevor goes, who's that? Oh, no. <laughs> kind of bad. I love Trevor. He's not a big hockey guy, he said. But I said, you know, he's arguably what? You've got to be what? Top five? All oh, five? easily. Yes, yes. I said maybe second. I love the fact. I love the fact that he's got a Penguins bag. So if he wanted yeah. to just kind of slide, maybe he's like, you know, people haven't been coming up as much lately. This younger generation, I'll just, I'll tip them off a little bit. You know, my luggage will say Penguins on it, and people might be like, "Excuse me, sir, do you work for the Penguins?" Well, yeah, sort of. Oh, did you play for them? Yeah, sort of. That might be the move. Like you travel, I know your gear all says Fox Two, Fox Two, and then there's like a big picture of your face on the side. You're just kind of looking for sure. conversation. You know, along those lines, I actually, because my piece of luggage... Along those lines, I'm waiting to hear, okay. How can it won't be that us? good, but <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm, using my, I'm using my wife's luggage, and it has this big pink tag on it. 
Uh, so it's kind of feminine, but her luggage is much better than mine. So I said, I'm going to use hers. Never gets lost. Never gets. And then the, uh, the emotional support dog was sitting next to you. It sounds like, which could be a really cute thing and kind of fun, but I think you're not supposed to pet them, but it could be kind of annoying too. If the dog was hyper or smelled, although those dogs tend to be really well behaved. It tends to be kids who are hyper and smell on airplanes. That's true. Yeah. Let me tell you. So I'm sitting here and I'm, I'm looking at this little dog and I've never sat next to a dog on a plane. And I have a dog that would just, if, if my dog was on a plane, it would go nuts. It would bother everyone. This dog was the, the most well-behaved dog I've ever seen. It did not make a peep the entire flight. Just sat there on this woman's lap, kind of curled up. It was literally the, the best-behaved dog I've ever seen. And there you have it. Travels with Charles Marlowe. You'll see him. Uh, reports. All evening on Fox 2, of course, fox2now.com, and then tomorrow, a uh, I think a couple of live hits for the end. A little housekeeping here, but a little live sure. on, the, on the morning show. They want to see your smiling face. Bring in the heat. If you had to, and we said this for five for Frank, and Frank's not here, if you could only book one guest for TMA tomorrow, you're Iggy. You, you had to, first of all, take on the role of Iggy, hardworking producer with a deep Rolodex, uh, sure. and, and you can only get one Cardinal. Who do you think it should be? Man. Now, let me say this. I did try to get Marcelo Zuna today, and I got a ton of interviews. You know, you got you to gotta line them all up. I asked Marcelo Zuna, and I said, you want to do a quick TV interview? And he said, I'm not doing interviews until spring training actually starts. <sighs> <laughs> so I said, isn't that I today? Said, you mean like, well, tomorrow's the first workout for pitchers, catchers? No. Nope. He goes, no, the official workout i'm like come on like we're actually so i'm gonna try to maybe the last day kind of say marcel we're leaving try to get you uh paul goldschmidt by the way he's gonna kind of do all his interviews on the same day they're gonna set that up with the uh oh it sounds like he's really excited about it so he's not just getting it over with or ripping a (laughs) band-aid off he's looking forward to everybody at once paul goldschmidt i i talked to him for a good couple minutes in the clubhouse and he seems like the nicest guy in the world we all joke about this, that he he was basically created in a lab to be a St. Louis Cardinal. And he, he really seems to be like that. Just very mild-mannered, gets out there, not flashy. I think people are going to absolutely love him. And he just fits perfectly with this franchise. And then how do you open that door where everybody wants to know? Are you going to sign? Are you going to sign? Are you open to it during the season? Would you re-up? Because Derek Gould, I think, a few days ago, I mean, Derek's been there since November, so he gets Goldschmidt <laughs> walking in. And Goldschmidt politely says, you know, I'm not going to comment at all about the contract. I just, I've never commented on those things. So now you sit him down and you're like, hey, I know you said uh, you're not going to comment at all, but uh, how do you view the uh, contract situation? How will you approach that? Well, I, I said no comment. Right. If you want to just, just expand on that a little bit. Talk, talk about that no comment. You know what? I was kind of thinking about a way to ask that as well. And you have a similar situation with Miles Michaelis, although it's been reported that there's mutual interest between the Cardinals and Miles Michaelis in terms of having something beyond this year. I think with Goldschmidt, you can ask him this type of question. You can even preface it by saying, look, I know this is something you don't want to talk about, but just how do you look at this differently now with what's transpired in baseball free agency? Because you think in a way, I don't want to say he'd be scared to hit free agency, but if you're a free agent and you're looking at Bryce Harper and Manny Machado, still without a job, and here guys are at camp, maybe that's even more incentive to want to sign a deal before you hit free agency. And then you have the fact that the Cardinals, they basically have to, 
to pay him an amount. They have to pay him so much that he goes, you know what, I don't even think I'm going to get this number in free agency. They have to overpay him to never hit the market. So I think you can ask a question about kind of baseball right now with close to 100 players still not having a job, with the free agent market being suppressed, and here you are a year from that. Just what's your take? You know, maybe he gives you something there. What about this? Let's get a couple of days in where you banked a lot of great interviews, and now it's time to get cute because it's ratings. Let's be honest. It's ratings, okay? How about Jim Marlowe interviews one player? Who would that be like? Charlie's dad. Charlie's dad, a career baseball fan, loves the game, gets a chance to ask a question or two. Who would that? I mean, maybe Mr. DeWick. They could talk some old school ball. Uh, Bill's probably mid-70s. Your dad's 70. Maybe Mo would do it just to kind of play play ball a little bit or Colton Wong would be a nice guy about it. I, I would like, I think this would be a novel bit maybe just for the web. I don't know. Maybe we'll put it on TV. Don't you think your dad would love that? Oh, he would absolutely love it. I'm, I'm losing you a bit. You were breaking up, but I know you asked about my dad. He's a huge, huge music guy. So I'm trying to think who of the Cardinals would be really into music. I know that, uh, Miles Michaelis, I think plays the guitar a little bit. I think we've seen that with, with a couple guys who will get on there and, and play the guitar. So I'm sure my dad would be uh, interested in that. And I kind of forgot about this, too, when you asked what's the most interesting uh, part of the day. Jose Martinez, I think just with what's going on in Venezuela, the fact that he was there all off season, he's got a couple kids, just kind of worrying about his family and visas and all that. And he did say, even though you hear about the strife going on there and there's basically – a civil type of war it seems like going on. He said he never never felt unsafe though the parts that he was at um you know during the off season. So I'm sure there were different parts of of the country you could go to and it would be very dangerous, but he said he never felt unsafe this off season. Chuck, we'll let you go. Great to check in. Looking forward to those reports on TV. We'll see you tomorrow morning. We'll talk to you throughout the week. I know you're there until Sunday with coverage you can count on and I'm counting on you to pep it up and you be happy. You're at spring training. I'm very happy, and one more quick nugget, let me tell you, because I'm, I'm just remembering all these great things that have happened. You know who's really good at impersonating batting stances is actual, actually Daniel Ponce de Leon. Oh. He does a great impersonation. Kind of all the pitchers, in, in a loving way, make fun of uh, John Gant. Remember when John Gant hit the home run? They say he has this really weird stance where he kind of swings really low and nobody understands how he generates any power. So Daniel Ponce de Leon and uh, Miles Michaels were having a lot of fun in the clubhouse, kind of mimicking John Gant's batting stance, and they got it down to a tee. And in all seriousness, Ponce de Leon is a guy that you don't even mention or talk about, and he was really good when he came up. Was it a no-hitter for seven innings or something yeah. crazy? Didn't he? And there's a guy who's like 10th in your conversation when you talk about starting pitchers. That's unbelievable. This is this team well, is good. This, te- this team is going to take off. Look at all these names. I just look, you want me to run through? I could run through the whole roster. Well, let me tell you. Look, <laughs> I know you're trying to get me off the phone here. Never. But I'm I'll play some Oscars no, I'm music. Gant, Gant, and Ponce de Leon, and you have Austin Gomber and Dakota Hudson, and you start to think of all these names. And I remember a couple of months back we said, "Who's a Cardinal that's under the radar?" Think about John Gant. Look up John Gant's numbers from last year. As a starter and a leader. look up those numbers from mention- last year. I've got Hoffman looking no, that up, okay. We don't mention Domber. We don't mention Gant. We don't mention Ponce de Leon. They all had big impacts with the cards. Oh, now he stops talking. That's the playing you off no, music from the red carpet. Yes. We, yes. No, we're not. Uh, oh. Got a lot to get to. We Actually, we don't. I was just kind of having fun. <laughs> and 
Uh, looking forward to the reports and have a great time with your folks down there. I would love to hear, and maybe you could just even record this on your phone about just Jim Marlowe's take. For, I got a lot of things for him to do, but his Martin t- is giving your dad assignments. Yes. It's just his first ever flight. Let's get a couple of quick thoughts, and then let's think of the ideal person for him to interview down there. And maybe Chuck did it right by starting it off at a smaller. Like, what's the biggest airport by Toledo that you would go to if you wanted a more Detroit, direct? Detroit, probably. Is it Detroit? Detroit, yeah. Like maybe it was smarter. Well, Chuck did the right thing, just having, starting it off small and then working their way up. Maybe a big airport well, would have caused a little bit of an issue. Let's be honest. I did it based on price. Okay? Correct. Uh, okay, yeah, but 100%. take credit for it, Jock. Hey, also, shout out to uh, the Two Fox and Martin, Embassy Suites. I know we've all joked about Doug Vaughn saying, you want to ride to the Bull Park? Because Doug would actually, true story, he would come to this hotel and basically eat their breakfast, even though he didn't attend and stay at this hotel. That's how good it is. Made to order. We're talking omelets, if you want your sausage, your bacon, all that. And then 5.30 to 7.30, a free happy hour with appetizers and free drinks. Wow. Hey, is Charlie going live today? Yeah, he's in the lobby at the Embassy <laughs> Suites. Oh, is it raining out or something? No, he's just uh, he's just in the lobby there. And hey, another, and another thing about these cubs. They have swans in a little kind of uh, body of water in the lobby. It's beautiful. Be- beautiful. Beautiful hotel. Can you All see right, Chuck, We got to go. We got a lot to get. We're going to talk to Kenny. He might even be in Florida. He might be up the road there. That big Daytona race is coming up on Sunday. Florida, we'll, baby. we'll get our picks to click a little bit later. All right, buddy. All right. Have fun, y'all. Chuck Marlowe checking in live from Jupiter. It did, I, at first, I thought he's going to be really busy. Like, I got to go. Oh, here comes Mr. DeWitt. I got to go. Here comes. And then I was like, we got to go. He's like, oh, no, hold another, another thing. Another, another thing. thing. There are birds in the hotel. There's birds. Have swans. <laughs> uh, this hour brought to you in part by Triad Bank. They are the neighborhood friendly bank. They're located in Frontenac. We figured out it's Frontenac, Missouri. There is a Frontenac, Illinois. They don't have one there yet, but who knows? Jim Reagan and his team, all about St. Louis. So if you're a business owner and you're thinking about doing more, you want to talk to them about a small business loan, stop by and see them on Clayton Road. Again, one block west of Lindbergh in Frontenac. On the web, it's triadbanking.com. Been around since 2005, and all the decision makers are right here in St. Louis. So trying to get things done, we know that can be difficult. I don't care what line of work you are. God, it's hard to get stuff done, isn't it? You send an email, nobody writes back. You call somebody, they don't call you back. It's hard to get things done. At Triad Bank, they'll get it done for you. That's the kind of banking you need, especially if you're a business owner. Triadbanking.com is where you can find them on the web. So February 11th, in 1982... 37 years ago, the Cardinals made the trade. They got Ozzie Smith. At the time, it was as much about trading Gary Templeton to get him out of St. Louis. So this was the Kamesh Rick Hummel's column or article that day. And the agent for Gary Templeton, Richie Bree, who I think was a St. Louis guy, and in the piece it says, fancies himself as a St. Louis Cardinals fan. But he said, as a fan, this is a bad deal for St. Louis. Now, remember, this is the Ozzie Smith trade. And it's sort of fun now to go back. Yeah, what, it didn't work. They were right. What was being said at the time? Whitey Herzog was not only the manager, he was also the general manager. As a fan, this is bad for St. Louis, a Templeton's agent. I've got to do what I think is right in order to like, get his client out of here. And then he said, the Cardinals are going to live to regret this. 
It's an unfortunate deal, yet it's right for Gary. There's really no choice. They're going to live to regret this trade. And then, this is the stuff that I think now would be unavailable because of HIPAA and privacy. Templeton hospitalized what was diagnosed as depression late last season. Apparently, he's been in telephone contact with an area psychiatrist, but has not required extensive treatment in the offseason. Good Lord, how is this publicly available then? The psychiatrist contacted Wednesday by the Post-Dispatch. My God. Said that he could not comment on the matter, referring to Stan London, the Cardinals team surgeon. London said he would consider Templeton's condition as stabilized. But the psychiatrist says the long-term prognosis is good. How how is all this available? I don't don't think you're supposed to be saying this about people. Uh, However, the agent castigated Cardinals management for both past and present for not doing something about Templeton's problems earlier. Everyone has to accept blame here. But the whole thing is could have been avoided by more astute management, which uh, could have reacted to Gary's problems. Not this. Of course, famously, it was on Ladies' Day in 1981. Templeton flipped the bird to the crowd. Whitey and his legend grew as he grabbed Templeton and pulled him down the dugout steps. Templeton, this is Hummel writing this 37 years ago. Templeton may not be missed by a significant part of St. Louis's fandom, which won't forget that outburst last August. Some of his teammates, however, will miss him. And then you have quotes by people like Keith Hernandez. Um... Hernandez rips the agent for causing the trade to happen and then said about Ozzy, who he'd never played with, he's a 100% hustler. He plays every day. He oh, just, that's kind of generic. Of, yeah. I was thinking that that was a complimentary quote for Hernandez. Like, oh, oh. I, don't, I was thinking he was saying he's a hustler. He plays every day. He doesn't mess up. And then Tommy Hurst said, sorry to see Tempe go. Personally, I like the guy. I thought any problems we had were behind him. I was looking forward to that double play combination being together for many more years. Hey, Tom, this Aussie guy's going to be pretty good, too. Uh, and then they, they quote Bob Shirley. Now, you shouldn't remember Bob Shirley, but this is what the commission does. I, I'm, I'm Bob, you played for both. He was teammates with Templeton in St. Louis and Ozzie Smith in San Diego. And he said, for Cardinal fans, I've seen Ozzie on dirt fields get balls that a lot of other shortstops won't even go after. With the artificial turf, people are going to be amazed at the things he can do. Wow. So the quote of all time in all of this, unfortunately, Richie Breeze said they're going to regret this forever. Eh, probably we're over it a couple months later. Like this Ozzy guy's pretty good. Like by the time the following October <laughs> ended, they were probably over it. World champs. Yeah. But Bob, how about Bob Shirley saying, with the artificial turf, people will be amazed at some of the things this guy can do. I don't think people in St. Louis have to worry about Ozzie Smith. He'll play 16 games, and that money talk wasn't Ozzie Smith talking. It was his agent because he had a money dispute in San Diego. But I love the fact he said, you're going to be amazed what this guy can do. That's what you call a quote that holds up over the years. Hey, top of the hour, Fast Eddie's will open their doors. 1 o'clock lunch begins. And really, when the doors open, the fun begins. Coldest beer anywhere cheapest menu anywhere and you hate to say cheap because oh, it's not that good no 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 this is great food that happens to be inexpensive we asked Corey, the manager up there it was the last time you and eddie changed the prices on the food and they actually said we can't remember pricing's low food's great that's part of the fun at fast eddie's if you haven't been in a while grab a whole gang of folks head on in there on the weekends when it's a bachelor party bachelorette party birthdays they can accommodate huge groups you don't have to call ahead 
just unload right there. Tons of parking, right? It gets crowded, but boy, they have a huge parking lot there. It is so much fun. You'll go, you'll stay for hours. Do the full Strobinger, do the entire menu. I'm sure they're still confused when people are saying, I'm here for the full Strobinger. No, excuse me? Well, I'm going to do the entire menu. Okay. Just get a number, put the food order in. Fast Eddie's live music every day, open seven days a week, and the doors today open at 1 o'clock. We'll come back. It's Kenny Wallace, a triumphant return for Tuesdays with Kenny. We, while we...